I do we think she won because the first two winners were campy comedy queens. And they couldn't have And they're like, well, win. we can't have another campy comedy queen win. All right, ladies and gents, and those who have yet to make up their minds, welcome back to Escaping Reality, the podcast where friends deep dive into reality competition series. Today, we are covering the grand finale of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season three. It's your boy, Nick, with his roommate, Aggie. And right off the bat, we have thoughts, feelings, and this episode is going to be an episode where we dissect those thoughts and feelings and maybe make a turn in the end who knows stick around for more but before that make sure you are subscribed to us on wherever you get your podcast rate and review us and follow us on instagram twitter slide into those dms slide into our email let us know your thoughts on any reality competition series we have fun holiday episodes coming out as the holidays roll in Mm -hmm. we have weekly recaps of Survivor season 41 and very soon we will be announcing what is coming after so make sure you are staying up to date on all of that with all of that out of the way let's get into this week's episode because we got things to discuss we got things to discuss last week was the roast of eliminated queens. Vanity and Crystal Versace struggled while Kitty Scott Claus and Ella Day proved once again that this is a top four between two queens, or so we thought. Ella Day went on to win her fourth Rupeter badge, leaving Vanity to sashay away. After lip syncing. After lip syncing against Crystal. The queens come back into the worker, just chatting about the challenge, really kind of giving props to all three of them for making it there. They're kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. this is who we thought would be here. Sorry to Vanity. I think everybody kind of thought that this would be the top three. Yeah. So they're here. And then the eliminated queens come in because they were just there for the roast. And it's very just like a wholesome moment. There's no drama. It's truly just Mm -hmm. love between them all. Yeah, and they're talking about just, like, how fun the roast was and, like, Mm -hmm. how grateful they are to be there with those three because I do think, regardless of how I feel about the ending, I do think the three of them did get very close. Yep. And they are very close to get, like, very friends, which I just loved. And, like, Ella's moment later in the episode where she talks about how I just feel very protective of Crystal. I was like, ah, my sweet little angel babies. Because (sighs) they are just, like, good humans and I think Crystal has had I have turned a corner on her um I do want to point out like she was my meet the queens pick and I honestly am shocked by that because I really went on a whirlwind of a journey with her I've come around to maybe liking her better I don't know her as a winner but that's but we'll save those we'll thoughts, save those thoughts but yeah it was they very, were very sweet it was a very just wholesome moment. I've seen the Eliminating Queen just like talking Kiki with all that being like, you know what? Like you're here. Congrats. I think Teresa was just like, congrats. Oh, yeah, I forgot the other three. queens came in at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you were not listening. No, no. I thought you were talking about just them first. I missed no, that. No, no, no. So yeah, sorry. the Eliminating Queens were in there. Teresa was like, you know, you three represent us well. Make us proud. Mm-hmm. Show us all that. Show us why you are the top three. And I just, I thought it was very cute and very wholesome. And I was very much about it. I also thought it was funny when Kitty was like, talking about how ugly they all looked and then they all just immediately walked in and Katie was like hello did you hear what we were saying and Victoria was like no what were you saying like never mind don't worry about it moving on but in moving on we cut to a new day in the workroom and as the three queens walk in we notice that it is all Christmas out 
my gay Christmas heart popped. I was crying. This episode was designed for me, except for the ending. (laughs) (laughs) But all the three queens are there. They're chatting it up. And Miss RuPaul walks in to tell them that this week's maxi challenge is they will be writing and performing to RuPaul's song, Hey Sis, It's Christmas! Which if you all have seen the American RuPaul's Drag Race Hollis Slay Spectacular, this is also performed there. I do not recommend it. It is not good, but it is there for y'all to watch. (laughs) Um, And also the queens will be joining Ru and Michelle for their annual sit-down chats. We immediately get right into the sit-down chats with all the queens. And first up was Kitty. Before we get into the individual ones, I will say, like, all three of them, I thought, had very good chats with Rue and Michelle. And it didn't Mm -hmm. feel like Rue and Michelle were favoring one over the other. Whereas, like, we kind of saw with season 13 that, like, Rue and Michelle were like, Gottmik, Simone, you are the winners. We love you over Candy and Rosé. But this one, like, it really did feel like all three of them got the same love and the same edit. And I don't know if that was just me. I felt like Michelle was more positive towards Kitty and Ella. And Rue was slightly more positive towards Crystal. But I do think at the end of the day, they were proud of all three of them. And they treated them, for the most part, pretty evenly. Yeah. The first uh, to sit down with them was Kitty Scott Claus. How did you think that one? Kitty's just so lovely as a person. So lovely. Kitty's just like a lovely human. And I think it's just like a shining example of what it's like when you're just supported your whole life for just being who you are. You authentically just put that out into the universe for others as well. And I think that is something that draws everyone into Kitty Scott Claus. And I think her spilling the tea with Rue and Michelle was a really good example of why she's made it so far. Because... I think they bring up, if they don't bring it up here, they bring it up on the runway. They talk about how Kitty was like, she wasn't so polished at the beginning, but like her personality was just so magnanimous and like you just wanted to be around her. And I think that's what came through in her spilling the tea. Like you just want to be around Kitty Scott Claus. She's so lovely. It was very cute. And yeah, exactly. Like you wanted to just, you just like want to be around her and enjoy her. And like you got that from the interview. Like Kitty is just like such an infectious personality. Mm It's why I've loved her since day one. Like she's been my pick so many times and that was just like a great showing for it mm-hmm. next up we had ella and honestly like if any one of them got a favorable edit during this chat it was ella, it was ella. It was ella like rupaul was like you were super polished every time super you professional. looked always great super professional we always knew we could count on you we never had to worry about you mm-hmm. in anything so i think she was the only one who maybe got more of a favorable edit but i do think all three of them got a nice edit Mm-hmm. I loved in Ella's they were talking to her first off they started and they were like are you shocked by winning four repeater badges and Ella was kind of like yes but also no like mm, yeah I think I'm someone who is super capable and I think something that I've done really well is just like throw myself into all these challenges and then Rue was asking her about like the West End like are you a failed West End actor it was basically the question that Rue asked her and I was like first off no she literally was in a show this year so like stop I feel that was kind of a dig <laughs> at Jan and Rosé because like, literally like Jan and Rosé like Jan and Rosé came to New York City to be like Broadway actors and it hasn't worked out for them yet I'm not saying it won't all the I'll, is I it Rosé in a show Rosé just got booked for a reading off Broadway of a new musical 
So like that could transfer to Broadway, who knows? And like we've seen drag queens on Broadway with Peppermint. There's been like a bunch of others as well. So sure. we've seen like that happening. But like, yeah, Ruth is like, people do drag because they can't make it in the theater. Why do you do drag? I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a subtle um, comment. I was like, Rue, Rue. But then Nicholas, aka Ella, was like, no, I've had a pretty Wait, successful Wait, why didn't career. I know that me and Ella Bidet have the same name? I don't know. Why didn't I know? Like, why didn't we, why isn't this been a topic of Because you act so much like Kitty Scott Claus, we couldn't it's talk weird. about you having the same name as Ella Bidet. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> <laughs> you are Kitty Scott Claus. Wait, did we all also catch the moment where Kitty Scott Claus was like, I studied musical theater in college, or in university, <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch Kitty. Yeah, of course literally you <laughs> like, are the same Jesus person I was, like, Christ. I was like oh my goodness it's Nicholas anyway what was I saying about this so when Rue asked that Ella was like no I literally kept my drag secret from the West End community right. because I wanted them to follow me because I was a good drag queen not because they liked me on the West End and I was like you better work you're successful in both and then last up in the chats where Crystal basically like Rue and Michelle I just really compliment her for being so young and already being this established and this polish which I agree like give it to your crystal like bitch has always looked snatched on the runway she has really like risen in challenges that she needed to although like lately she's been kind of faltering but I will say in the beginning she was rising to challenges that we never expected her to and as a young queen that is very difficult because she could have very easily gone the route of like gothy Kendall of season yeah. one of like being so young and not knowing like how to come out of her shell in the right way Yes, I agree. I think she has definitely worked really hard and gotten there purely on her ability to like, just try. I think my frustration came where I was like, and we'll talk about this in a second with the choreo. I sometimes think the age thing was a crutch at times of like, well, she's super young. So we're going to say she's doing a good job for her age. And it's like, what? No. Just there were a few moments of things they said. I don't think overall she was given like an easy route through it. I think she's worked really hard. I think she's done a lot of things. But there were a few comments where people were kind of like, it's fine. Like, you've never done this before, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, there's some of these guys who haven't done this before. And they're not young. And we're just kind of being like, well, get shit together. But with Crystal, there's almost this sense of like, we don't want to break her. It's like a tiny little precious baby egg. And we'll just like keep her safe. And I'm like, what? You've never done that to anyone before, ever. So there's just a few offhand comments that I was like, what? But overall, I really liked Crystal in this episode, actually. I thought her conversation with them and her conversation on the runway, I was like, you've actually grown. Like, you have grown a lot in this Mm -hmm. season, across this season. You've learned a lot. You've learned to be better. You've worked really hard. Like, gotta hand it to her. She's definitely done that. And I loved her talking about her grandparents. Yes, yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know. On Race Chaser, which, again, I always bring up other pods, but Willem was talking about this and like talking because they talk about Drag Race, not officially, but like they do like a minute on their Friday recap shows. Willem was talking like, I feel like it's a bit like hard to be like such a young queen and like say that you've earned the title of Drag Race Superstar. It's your first year. Have you put in your dues to earn that? Have you really worked for it? Have you shown up everything? And so like, I don't know if that's how I feel, but I do feel like there was a part of like, Crystal, like you are very new and very fresh. Did you, I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's just like that idea of like, did you earn this? Have you been doing this where you got to do everything? And I think that's like part of like the frustration, which comes at the end, which we can get into more, but. I don't know if it's not that she's made her dues, like bitch physically fully paid for a new face. Like. (laughs) (laughs) She literally paid her dues. To me, it's not that. It's that there seemed to be a different standard for her when she didn't do well. When she did well, 
she was held to the same standard as other people. But when she didn't do well... I mean, there were multiple times that she should have been the bottom and she when wasn't. she wasn't. Which I and to me, with. that felt like we're holding her to a different standard only when she doesn't do well. Because we're, like, trying to shelter her almost. And I was like, what's that doing for her, though? I don't know. I go back and forth because I do think she's learned a lot. I do think she's grown a ton. But do I think she was the winner of this season? No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm well, early. before we get into the winner and all that, we do have to get to the prepping of this maxi challenge. We didn't see any of the recordings so assuming all that went perfectly and there's no drama we just recorded the lyrics it's time for the choreo and i was like so we just don't care straight into choreo did you catch the name of the choreographer he was hot i believe it's the guy who choreographed their girl group numbers too no those steps jk Shout out to Kitty Scott Claus asking if Lisa's still in Dubai. Oh my god, a mood. Jay Ravel. Jay Ravel. So they go out there to Jay Ravel to help with their choreo. First off, we just see each of them working on their individual portions. No real drama there. They all kind of like stick to their gig. Like they stick to what they do. Crystal's being sexy, stripper-like. Kitty's being a pointer sister, over the top and campy. Where Ella is being a sassy and diva-inspired. And then we get into the group choreo and we see that Crystal is struggling. We see like Kitty and Ella like basically just slaying it right off the bat. Like no struggle, mm-hmm. no needed to go slower. And like, I feel like this is where Crystal's winner's edit for this episode begins. Cause it's like, all right, show her struggling, show her an obstacle that she has to overcome. So that when we show her crushing the challenge, we get that feeling. Kind of. Kitty does say, we all know that Crystal cannot pick up choreo. And the next day she'll come in and smash it. Boring! <laughs> I was like, right. kitty. But I think in that sense, they give you a winner's edit of Crystal in that she's a very hard worker, right? Like yeah. she's not going to be perfect night one, out the gate. But she's going to work her ass really off hard. to get there. She's going to work really hard overnight. She's going to practice. She's going to do whatever she needs to do to be good on game day, basically. And that, I think, comes to fruition. You see her struggling. I do. There were so many good quotes that people said. None of them were Crystal. They were all Ella and Kitty. But there were so many funny things they said this episode. But Ella was like, <laughs> Ella, like, takes her badge of honor from being, like, 32. And I'm like, you're not that old. So, like, please stop referring to yourself as old. <laughs> you just feel that way because that's you next year. <laughs> like, you're, like, don't call yourself old because that equates to me being old. I am not 32 next year so you can take several seats. Same thing. You can take several seats. It's the same thing. But Ella is talking about her choreo and she goes Rue loves an old hoofer and an old hoofer I am. And I was like Ella I am absolutely obsessed with you but also like so accurate. I think she just means she's like. Yeah no she's like an old hoofer and like that she's just willing to like dance her heart out throw it out there. And just like yeah. go for it. She's like, I'm gonna do classic drag. I'm not gonna like try mm-hmm. and do like on the floor stripper things like Crystal. It's not me. That's not my aesthetic. I'm gonna do like the old hoofer, old style drag. And like you're right, that's what RuPaul likes. Apparently so, not this season. Moving on. <laughs> Before we get to the actual performance, we do have some workroom chats. It's basically like a love fest. There was no drama in this episode. It's so amazing. Which I love like so much. I, there usually isn't in finale. So comes to be expected. But they all kind of like say like their yeah, first has there ever Sorry to get off track. Has there ever been like a final three where they don't like like each other? Drag Race season five. It is iconic. There's this great moment where Alaska is out of the room getting ready and Jinx goes to Roxy and was like, what was your favorite moment of the season, Roxy? And Roxy was seeing you in the bottom too. 
<laughs> season five is great. But anyway, moving on. This they is not season five. They're just like season. Yeah, they're just like loving each other. They're like commenting about how much Crystal has grown in her personality plus attitude. Ella and Kitty were basically like, you kind of came in like this off-putting bitch. But mm-hmm. you grew to like, you opened up to us more, which made us see deeper into you. Ella literally was like, I thought you were filtered on Instagram. And then mm-hmm. I found out you weren't. And that was super upsetting. Bitch always looks good. Like I will, uh-huh. like Crystal is always gorgeous and polished. But I just like that Ella said that out loud. She's <laughs> truly. Like, she's like, I truly thought you were a filter. I mean, I feel like we all did the first time she walked into the workroom or like stepped on the runway. We were all like, there's no way that she is that gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, but she is. She's beautiful. Gorge. You paid um, for it. So you better look good. Well, she didn't pay for the makeup. No, I was joking. <laughs> She's beautiful. She's absolutely stunning. They talked about their first impressions of Ella and how Kitty was basically like, you're me. You (laughs) walked in with big tits, a big blonde wig, and wearing pink. And Kitty was like, well, fuck my drag. That's my shtick. But they're like, Ella, like, gorgeous. They said, like, effortlessly good in challenges. They were Mm -hmm. just, like, complimenting the shit out of her, which is so true. You know, we always saw her, like, kind of struggle to get into the challenges, but never in the end was she bad. She's never bad on the bottom. Nope. Neither is Kitty, though. Yeah. And then they talk about Kitty. And I feel like out of the three of them, Kitty is probably the one who has worked the most and has made me most the most well-known in UK drag scene. Because, like, Crystal and Ella both kind of said we knew who you were mm-hmm. when you walked in. Like, we've seen your shows. We've been to your performances. We know who you were. Mm-hmm. Because she was also, like, in the Girls Aloud group, which I feel like is a very big thing in the UK as well. Like, they're, like, a known group. And I think once Cheryl I mean, got it, on the show, yeah, I was it, like, it probably, became, that yeah, probably became even bigger. So I feel like they were kind of just like, damn, Kitty is here. Like, we all got to step up our game. Mm-hmm. But then they're also like, you, like, radiate love and just radiate affection and all of that. My favorite part was them just talking about the season and their like favorite moments. Kitty getting emotional talking about baby spice. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God, I got to baby spice. Amazing. And Ella was talking about how she won Snatch Game. And that was just like a really big win for her because that's not something she was expecting. And then Crystal was saying she was really proud of herself for pulling it out at moments when she thought she maybe wouldn't. And it was just nice to see them all reflect on something that they were really proud of. That's something that, like, it's just so powerful of, like, speaking your own, like, something you've done well. Yeah. And so it was, like, very lovely to see that. And then they impersonated the other queens, which is my favorite Which is hysterical. Very funny. I'm sorry. Their impression of Veronica Green was so spot on. I couldn't, I thought she was in the room. So spot on. I was like, wait, Veronica's not there. I can't even do it because it was so good, but I was like, oh my God, I'm dead. All of them were really good. It was some of the funniest things I've ever seen. I was like, I can't wait. And then we get into the Maxi Challenge. Hey sis, it's Christmas. What were your thoughts on the song, on the performance? I loved it. Obviously it's a Christmas <laughs> song. So like, of course it's gonna be right up my alley. I also love all the music on Drag Race. So I was you about do it love that way. All the music I have Race. a playlist where it's just Drag Race music and I listened to it multiple times a day. I thought it was very fun. I thought it was great. I thought they all looked gorgeous too. Yeah, they looked stunning. They were all wearing like the slutty like Mrs. Claus's outfit. They were definitely told like a prompt of slutty Santa or like slutty Christmas feel. Mm-hmm. And so they all kind of like came with that. Ella's hair, like the big blonde Ella hair, so good with the gold tinsel in it. I love those wigs have like tinsel in them. Oh, I first thought so Ella good. looked maybe the best she's looked all season in this. Yeah, I I would say good. that too. Ella looked 
phenomenal. Also, her verse was incredible. That bitch can sing. Can sing. I'm also going to hand it to Crystal. I thought Crystal's verse was very good. And her dancing, like, if she was nervous, if she didn't know the choreo, like, Kitty was right. She's going to bring it to you. And, like, Crystal did. She fucking brought it and looked fantastic. I actually didn't like her outfit that much. Really? It was just another bodysuit. She yes, keeps wearing was... leotards. Nick, I don't think she this keeps is leotards. not gymnastics. I don't think she keeps wearing leotards. I think she was wearing a performance outfit. Nick? So that's my feels on her outfit. It was like a performance I thought performance compared outfit. to Ella and Kitty's outfits in this music video, she was not trying. I wouldn't say that. But to each their own. I thought Ella's dress was so cute and so on brand for like her and the prompt. I thought Kitty's was so cute and the cinch waist was so flattering. And Krista was wearing a red crushed velvet bodysuit. I guess, but it was like a performance outfit. All the drag race outfits for those are like usually bodysuits to perform in a dance. Were Ella and Kitty wearing bodysuits? No. No, but they were wearing like- Were they wearing bodysuits, Nick? No, but they were wearing tight mini dresses, which they've worn before. All Crystal so, wears like, is a bodysuit. I I disagree. We don't need to fight about this. It's I was like, important. I disagree. I I'm going to give it to Crystal. I think she looked great. And I liked her verse in her dancing. I liked her verse in her dancing. I agree with that. I just didn't like her outfit. Also, we have the Eliminated Queens joined in. And the, the Eliminated Queens were in this episode a lot. Bitches but got, like, booked for this episode. Guys, they got booked for the last four episodes. Where have they, they've been around? Since they came back for the roast, they've just been here. I mean, that was the last episode. I know, but, like, it just <laughs> felt like four episodes. Like, they were constantly around. I was like, no one asked you to be here. I guess Rue did. Yeah, I mean, I think last season, too, the Eliminated Queens came into the finale song, if I am remembering correctly. The we Eliminated- watch a lot of Drag Race, so I don't remember for certain, but maybe. The Eliminated Queens have always, on UK have always been there for the final episode but I think in the past now season two and season three they've been in the final song which I thought was cute I think it's cute they did a good job yeah also after the end Ruth is like you can find the song on iTunes or Spotify and all proceeds are going to charity which I thought was very cute love that then we get into the runway we do realize that the Eliminated Queens also walked the runway we're gonna do that in untucked portion because right now we just see the final three in their Final three, Eleganza, Extravaganza looks. And first of on the runway was Ella Day. I love her. You didn't like she her wig. She looked bad. I liked it, but I didn't I, I didn't love her wig, but I liked the action. Didn't dress. like the wig. It looked like a penis. <laughs> like the thing on the bottom looked like a penis. Like looked like ball sacks that she was kicking. Maybe it's because I'm not a gay man, but I didn't see that in the slightest. I just I didn't like this look. I love Ella. I didn't love her wig as much as I thought I would. What was the wig? Why was it so like tight against her? I was just like, why was it off center? I don't know. It was not, I was like, is something going on? Maybe again, if you threw your back out and you couldn't like fix it and you just had to like put it on and like hope oh, for the best, like maybe that was the problem. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the wig was not my favorite. I actually really liked the dress a lot and I liked the jewelry she had with it, but I, I also wish the, the wig the floor. I can see that argument. I can see that argument. <clears throat> For me, the wig, I didn't mind it when it first came out. And then like throughout judging and untucked and stuff, I was like, wait, I hate it. It's like when so it <laughs> when it first came out, I was like, oh, it's like a vibe. And then like she stood on the runway and I was like, something has changed. The way it is wearing you and you are not wearing it has changed. I don't yeah, know what it, happened, but it got worse. And then at the end, I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, no. it got it. Got bad. Kitty, we had up next. Kitty looked like Glinda 
from Wicked. Yeah, and you know what? You know who didn't get that reference? The entire judges panel. Nobody on that judges panel got that reference. And but I was like, Kitty she's was wearing Glinda's dress. Kitty was doing Glinda. She says that in a comment that she makes. She's like, I'm mm. the good witch of whatever. So, something. She says some offhanded comments. So you're like, oh, it is Glinda. Thank you. Good. I yeah. thought it was Glinda from she Wicked. She is wearing Glinda's dress from Wicked. And not one person on the judges panel got that. And I was like, I think not you guys one. are very confused. She is being Glinda. She's being Glinda. I love how Kitty looks, though. I think oh, she Kitty looks stunning. Gorgeous. Ella, this is how you do an updo with. Kitty looked gorgeous, but not the most gorgeous on the runway because last up we had Crystal Versace and this fucking bitch looked so good. I was obsessed with it. She looked phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, she walked out and I was gagged. She looked so good. I was like, Jesus Christ. Christ. The <laughs> hair, the face is always on point with Crystal. And like we've kind of been saying this throughout the entire season. Is she gorgeous or is she just thin? This dress is gorgeous. Gorgeous. And like all the extra jewelry she put on it, the belts, the chains. Rue had a great joke of say, like, oh look, it's Lauren's Cheney, which I thought was very funny. No one else on the panel thought it was funny. Mix. I don't so think anybody I don't think anybody got it, but I got it. I love Crystal's look. It was my favorite. It was my favorite look. You didn't like it. I didn't. Why? <laughs> How? How and why? Literally the notes I have written, I was like, this is interesting. <laughs> what? How do you not like it? You know how I feel about a big tit. So that's just like strike one. Here's the thing. I thought her wig, stunning. Her makeup, stunning. I liked the silhouette, but I was just, there was something about it that felt, I don't know. I was like, is this again it's it's looking at it in a different perspective of like that's not normally what I feel like people do for eleganza extravaganza so I think I was just so taken aback like you went a completely different route than anyone ever has in this category or that I've seen in this category I mean, she's wearing a gown and all of them everyone usually wears a gown I feel like they're normally more sparkly than this is sort of where I was coming from like she's wearing crushed black velvet mm-hmm. but I I didn't love it I thought again I don't love when she does the huge tits thing like the breastplate thing that just like her tits are literally spilling out of her clothes I didn't like the outfit that she did in the I think it was green maybe was it green where she had those huge tits in the pretty updo it was like red carpet maybe oh yeah 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 <laughs> that you absolutely loved I didn't like it because of the tits I thought the rest of it was beautiful and like this why do you hate the tits <laughs> I don't I'm a woman who's not attracted to other women like I doesn't I don't hate them I just like don't care about them and I think when when hers are so big and her body is so small small to me it looks like a cartoon proportion which I don't love but maybe that's just what she's going for but she still looked good it just wasn't my favorite runway I loved it I thought she looked gorge I'm allowed to disagree but then after the runway we get the critiques this is going to be my vibe check but Graham Norton needs to stop being a judge on Drag Race I do not like him sure tell me why he gave them all negative critiques where nobody else was giving negative critiques at all Drag Race rules you don't give negative critiques in the finale (laughs) no one else on the judging panel said anything negative but Grand Norton was like your shoes don't match your jewelry oh yeah I forgot I didn't write any of that down because it didn't stick I just like was annoyed I was just like no no I don't disagree with you I just like it didn't strike me in the same way I was just like Graham like literally every single person on this runway is just like saying amazing things about these queens yeah they're just being nice to them and you're like being a bitch I'm like shut up I feel like I had this issue with him last season too. You maybe did. I feel like you did a little bit. Yeah, like, I just don't like Graham Norton as a judge. It is a little confusing why he's there. Is it only because he's a gay man? I think it's because he's like a famous gay in the UK. 
which is better than having which is better than having a famous street we don't have any others though him and alan carr are the only two there's no way those are the only two gay men in all of england who are famous (laughs) well now i'm questioning it i don't know i could i mean i couldn't name another one but i also don't live in the uk (laughs) Yeah, a lot of the famous people from the uk are straight got a blast but yeah that was like my takeaway on the critiques what did you think of them i thought they were very fair overall it was confusing to me i think they were very complimentary of ella they were very complimentary of kitty and then when they got to crystal they did that thing i literally wrote down they are impressed with her because of her age the undercurrent of the critiques were for your age you did a really good job across the season that was like the undercurrent of the critiques and i was like okay if that truly is the case that's a little bit weird to me that that's how it's coming off you should want to say who like you should want to feel like your winner is your winner because they were the best of the people there not because they were the best if when compared to other 19 year old drag queens I don't know it was just the undercurrent of what they were saying that I was just like the vibe is that you guys are impressed with her because she's 19 not because of what she's done but again it was just like the vibe of what they were saying I wish I'd given more specific examples but I was on a plane anyway (laughs) so but I felt like overall they were very strong and the critiques were right on point Ella you just kept getting better and better and better Kitty while you weren't always polished your personality was always a 10 out of 10 so we kept you around because we knew what you would be able to do and Crystal you turn a bunch of looks yeah and you have learned and grown but let's be honest you turn looks that like would be good on a regular runway not a drag runway Right. They're they also, of course, had the moment like talking to their younger pictures and they also had their moments of saying why they deserve to win. This is more of your wheelhouse because it's more sappy shit. Excuse me? Am I wrong? Did you cry? I actually didn't this time. Wow. I almost actually got teary at Crystal's when she was talking about like how you need to say bye to your nan. You're not going to know it, but she's going to leave, which was a little heartbreaking. The one thing I'll say, the talking to the pictures, I felt like was kind of just there. Yeah, it didn't need to be there. It's like- I understand it's part of drag race like a finale you have to talk to your pictures but none of them said anything groundbreaking in the talking to their pictures moment um it maybe humanized crystal just a little bit but like i mean like rue introduced it by being like talk to the youth i know i was like what? talk to the gay youth i was like why was like, <laughs> why are we doing this Rue? Do we need to like I was like, what? Why? Can we just move on? No? Okay, cool. Talk to the gays. But I will say the why you should win speeches, honestly, how you pick between the three of them after those, I don't know. Yeah, they were all very They were all really good. They all gave a really good, strong pitch as to why they personally should be the winner without dragging down their other sisters, without being like, well, I'm better than her because, or better than her because. It was like, I am the best because of, let me list all of the things that I have done in this season to like earn it. They also were to like throw in some like like a little joke to make it like like yeah it wasn't so like serious like oh my god i'll die yeah it was like serious serious but like the serious part was like my resume like this is like why it is every way and then at the end it was like funny little quip to like lighten the mood and i was like good you all like kind of recognized it and like it goes into the idea that all three of them i think would have been genuinely happy for anyone who won yeah like, I think all three of them were kind of like, whoever wins, like, we love each other. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that came across in their speeches of who should. Yeah, they all did a good job. I was like, I don't know how the judges are going to pick, honestly. Then we go into Untucked. Again, they're chatting with the Eliminated Queens. Again. Nothing happens, really. They don't talk about stuff. They just talk about the season. But we will talk about the Eliminated Queens looks, their toots and boots. First up, Anubis. Waist up. I really like I didn't like the bottom. I I didn't like the bottom hoop skirt stuff. It was too big. The middle part didn't hit the floor for some reason. But the waist up, gorgeous. I really liked it. 
it was very much like what she said she was there to do, which was show off her Egyptian heritage. Exactly. Veronica Green. Oh no, Electra Fence. What's that called? Yeah, I think so. Electra Fence. This is an example of a boring bodysuit to me. Crystals were never boring like this. To me, they were never boring like this. This one was boring. Oh, I kind of liked Electra Fences. It was like the purple and yellow one, right? I think I liked, again, neck up. Neck up, yeah. Because I saw her in Untucked. I was like, bitch, you look great. Like I wrote down that she looked looked really good. Yeah, her face looked great. I remember, because I wrote down a few things in Untucked that was basically like, wow, that person looks really good. Wow, that person looks really good. And one of them was Electra Fence. And then when I saw the whole outfit, I was like, oh, it's actually kind of underwhelming. But she looked stunning. Next up, we have Victoria Scone. Outfit, great. Why is her makeup so white? I don't, here's the thing. Do we think she just didn't know how to paint for camera? That's what I'm wondering because she looks stunning in the workroom. In the workroom, she looks stunning in all of her Instagram pictures. And like, I know those could be filtered, but she looks stunning in like videos I've seen online too. Like she looks gorgeous and we love her. I think it's that she doesn't know how to paint for bright like very high intensity cameras. lighting. Yeah. Because I, I was agree. like, you look really good in the workroom. Like I didn't notice her being this pale in the workroom. Right. And then she comes out on the main stage and I'm like, why do you look bad? It looks like she put like got mixed white face on. Yeah, I don't get it. Love the dress though. Yeah, the dress is fun, fun. Also, fun. do you notice that we saw her on crutches? So like bitch is still healing her knee. Yet here she is. Here she is. Rolling up. She didn't have a oh, six God. month COVID break, you know. Oh God, do you know who's next? Veronica Green. Uh, why? Veronica. This is another one though where I wrote down. <laughs> okay, this is another one though where I wrote down, God, you look beautiful in Untucked because the wig and the face, I was like, when you are like this, you Next are stunning. Up. Neck. When up. you are like this, you are stunning. Why? Are you naked? Why are you naked? This is not born naked. Why are you why are you naked? Neck up, gorge, bottom half. Veronica. <laughs> like I could see all of her. I can't. Also, can't. like, why is there this like brown thing? at her crotch which is either like pubic hair or shit like I don't <laughs> like those are the only two options I'm, I'm moving on charity case is that um, who's next yeah charity case I have loved charity cases runways you have yeah this is one that I do not love she's wearing a full mask I didn't hate it I think the outfit was cool I didn't it love it was the like mask. Bam Bam right is that her name no yeah from Pebbles 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 is the girl I kind of liked it it was like Tia Coffee met Pebbles I was like this would have been fun for the prehistoric runway yes, where totally. Bimini was uh, <laughs> an amoeba <laughs> but I wish that it wasn't a mask I think that's my Sorry. one takeaway I wish I wasn't a mask but I do think the outfit's really cool. Charity will never be like anybody else on the runway which yeah. I will always appreciate yeah and then we had Teresa in then we had Teresa I think Teresa looked great too very classic yes she not, looked like Rita Moreno or someone. Yeah, very classic Teresa. Not much to say about it. I think she looks great. And then River. I think River looks stunning. I did too. I didn't know what her inspiration was. I was like, is this related to... Her inspiration was just look like a baddie. Yeah, her wig. Or She looked stunning. She looked so good. So good. I would love to know the backstory behind it though. Like, I have questions. I need to know what it was based on. I'm sure it tells me on her Instagram, but it's stunning. Um, And then Scarlet Harlot. Bitch bitch the two episodes that she, she was snapped. not even in she, she was like snapped. i'm gonna look the best she girl oh, bitch. she looked so good i was oh. like i like they're gonna ruin the day they sent you home scarlet harlot jesus Harlan christ all stars yeah I'm seriously bitch looks so good oh. so good it's like a so white good. like it looks like a christmasy wedding dress your dream this is what i'm gonna wear to my wedding <laughs> <laughs> jesus vanity milan she looks great i think the coat makes it more than just a bodysuit yeah, I agree. She also just like the wig with the like light brown in it. 
the makeup, did the red like, thigh highs, bitch. Did you also forget that she was here this episode? Yeah, bitch didn't come in like uh, I was literally just eliminated. Yeah, bitch didn't get any screen time, I felt. It was a little rude. It was the a little edit awkward. was a little rude. She came out for like to walk. I was like, oh my God, vanity. Where where have you been? Like, what have you been up to? My I feel girl? like we haven't seen her. Um, it was a little rude, but I'll get over it. Yeah, but those are the eliminated queens looks. Love them. Loved them all. And Did we love them all. Well, no, we didn't love but them. But we love them. We love all the queens. We didn't love all your looks. Sorry about it. And then we get into the results. The top three lip sync to You Don't Own Me by Dusty Springfield. I do like this song, but we'll talk about it in rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is announced Crystal Versace you are the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season 3 and nobody claps no Nick <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what the internet is saying and that gay Twitter is pissed gay Twitter is not because gay happy. Twitter wanted LMJ. you know what this proves hey you could be the best all season but it doesn't matter if RuPaul doesn't like you and RuPaul hates musical theater queens I I <sighs> Like Rose it, and Jan and Ella Bidet, RuPaul hates them. But here's the thing Rose and Ella were very deserving of the title. Jan didn't, was not as successful. Yeah. Retroactively, I can say this as a Jan fan. She wasn't as successful. Rose, there was no reason not to give Rose and Ella the win other than they both hurt themselves in the finale. Okay, this is the thing is Rose, I can justify because Gottmik and Simone make sense. I can like. Gottmik was not the final. No, 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 but I can say like. Out of the four that Rosé was competing against, there was three people deserving. But then, I we can't. <laughs> and then, but then you like look at Ella and it's like, there was only one other person deserving it. That other person didn't win. You know, like the person Rosé lost to, although she wasn't in the top two, like you can look at it and be like, I get it. Simone deserved to win season 13. I understand that. But no, no, Simone definitely deserved to win season 13. Yeah. But didn't Rose lose her lip sync to Candy Muse? No, I know, but I was like, I was like, I was upset that Rose didn't win, but I wasn't as upset as Ella because like the person who did win this season wasn't as deserving, you know? Like you wouldn't have felt But here's as the thing, stung. you also were team got me. I was I'm You were team got as we record this I'm wearing, wearing her got so like you feel the way about Ella and Kitty as I felt about Rosé last season where I was like, that's who should win based on track record. That's who should win. And then it was like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But like, do you think it would have hurt just as much if Ella lost to Kitty? Yeah. Really? I, I was so team Ella. Okay. It was like actually okay. concerning. Okay. But I think I would have been happy still though. Like okay. I would have still been happy for Kitty's Red Cross to like... win. But to me, it was so Bimini too. Like it was so similar Bimini. to Bimini with the four wins like how yeah. can you go into the finale being so successful and then do so well and still be like no it's not you <laughs> it truly like, is like clearly badges don't matter so like they do but they don't but like they it's don't. so frustrating like and they don't it doesn't it, it matters to get you to the finale but then yeah. it's like you are all at a clean slate it just and depends like, if rupaul likes it and i'm like we gotta stop letting rupaul's like personal opinions RuPaul literally much. said to Crystal that you were born to be a drag queen. Like, I know. Did we, we should have known. Why did we ever think that Crystal Versace wasn't going to win? Because she said something similar to Rosé. Didn't she say something to Rosé? She said it to Gottmik. No, she said it to Gottmik. She yeah, basically and we like, like, told Gottmik, was like, you're changing the face of drag. Thank you so much. You are making the show you. amazing. I love you. I'm going to bring you to every appearance possible, yeah. but I'm not going to give you the crown. I mean, how does Candy Muse Here's... feel about that? Because like Gottmik was not runner-up <laughs> and Simone and Gottmik are up everything. And everything. I'm like, I'm like, Candy, do you no, feel written out of the I narrative? I feel like she does. But I'm erasing myself from the narrative. But she didn't erase herself. Rose erasing <laughs> me 
from the narrative. I think my thing. It was I, okay, so this is. Let's See, talk we about can't the, even get our thoughts together. Let's guys. talk about the positives of Crystal winning. She's the youngest RuPaul's Drag Race winner ever at 19 years old. We love that. Do we? She, we're talking about the positives. Oh. The positive. She always looks Channel stunning TV. on the runway. Great looks on the runway. We love that. She, I think, in my opinion, won this episode. I was saying this to Aggie before we started recording. If this was a standalone episode, I think Crystal would have taken home the badge for this episode. I think she was amazing in the top three lip sync, the best out of the three. Yeah. I think her runway was stunning. And I think she did really well in the challenge. I think she would have won this episode if it was a standalone. I also think a positive. Now we get to see Ella and Kitty on an all-star season. And if it's an American all-stars, like international, they can win money. There's some Just positives. bring Nevin Bimini back, Jesus. There's some positives here. The positives being that the people we wanted to win could potentially actually win money by winning a and different we season. we get to see more... More, more of them. them. I don't know how problematic that is, but we'll just move on. Needless to say, we are disappointed in the ending, but Nick is going to try and look on the positive side. Aggie is going no, to... No, no, no. No, <laughs> I can look on the positive side. Here's my thing. Jessie, I think, brought this up when she came on, when we were talking about River Medway. And she was like, wouldn't it be nice if the winner of Drag Race was the next drag superstar not already a drag superstar and I feel like that's the route they went when they picked Crystal Crystal's win gives me very much Jinx Monsoon vibes and like hear me out I know you haven't watched Jinx this season fully but like Jinx's runways were always terrible but her challenges were always phenomenal. And it's kind of like the opposite with Crystal, where like her challenges weren't always the best, but her runways were always phenomenal. And then you crown her and give her the win because it's like, again, it's like what you were just saying with Jessie. Like she is going to be the next superstar. She is working her way there. She is showing growth. She she represents the future. I also think, and I brought this up to Aggie before we recorded, I also feel season one and season two, we had the Vivian and then Lawrence Cheney win, which were two camp comedy queens. I feel like the producers were like, we can't keep on crowning the same type of winner because then we're going to have like these fashion girls stop auditioning. And so I think that's kind of how Crystal got in there. She kind of gave the Violet Tchotchke. She was the fashion girl. She proved that like UK isn't just looking for one type of drag queen. She represents like a different side of UK drag, which is very different than season one and season two. I can hear that. I'm not saying it's fair, I can but hear I am that. saying like, I feel like that's part of the reasoning. It's always hard to play that game with like, what were the producers thinking? Because if that yeah. were truly the case, why didn't we just crown Bimini last season? True. You could have just broken this cycle before it even started. <laughs> but like, okay, go off producers. I see a lot of positives. I can see positives to Crystal winning. And I'm not mad that Crystal won. I'm more frustrated that, and this is something that came up with Dancing with the Stars this season, is like, there's no consistency with the judging. It truly is like, who does Rue like personally as the winner? None of the other judges' opinions really matter because I personally think the past few times we've watched something, it's almost seemed like Michelle is like, this person should win. And Rue's like, I'm going to pick whoever I want. And Michelle's kind of like, okay. But should you? Like, yeah. is that the right call? I don't know. And I think if Michelle were to ever go on record, which I don't think she would, and be like, Michelle, who do you think should have won this season? I think she would have said Ella. She might have said Kitty, but I don't think the words out of her mouth would have been Crystal Versace. Yeah. I, um, I, I think Crystal was plucked for an all-star season. I thought so too. Like, I thought they were putting her in this like, hey, she's just a little green. She's not totally there yet. But you know what? She's great. 
and like we support her and love her and so I don't know it was just I was just like wait what and it's okay like I'm not mad and I hear the argument of like well maybe we don't want to only put campy queens on the top like campy musical theater queens and I get that Ella kind of gets put in that category because she's been on the West End in her like previous life or in her other life as a man kind of but personally I don't see Ella as like as campy as Kitty to me Ella is kind of like she middle grounds and hits a lot of different aspects of UK Dragon she said the same thing and I was like yeah she is musical theater and that she has been on the West End but I think if you were to say like she's this campy over the top queen I don't actually think that's 100% accurate I think Kitty is the camp funny comedy queen of the group. And so if we had crowned Kitty, we would have definitely had a thing. Crowning Ella, you would have been like, okay, she's kind of in that same area. But she also like, I think she had further reach than that. And then crowning Crystal, you were like, we're going a different direction. And I was just like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was a choice we made. I'm not mad. I'm just I sound, disappointed. <laughs> I sound mad. I'm not, I'm not. I think she's very deserving She's worked really hard. I think I'll be very interested to see what her show is, by the way. That, that oh, she's now yeah, on. I forgot that she gets a show. Like, what is she going to do? What is her show going to be? Painted with Crystal? We already have Painted with Raven. We already have Painted with Raven. So I am very intrigued to see what she does as her, like, shtick yeah. for this show. Because, I mean, the Vivian had her own show as Donald Trump, no? Well, no. Her and Baga got a show as Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. And, Trump and, Thatcher, and then Vivian's her show was about what? Was just called Viv, The Vivian Takes on Hollywood, which I think was her just like going to different things. Lawrence just finished filming. I don't think they announced what it's going to be yet or when it's coming. So Crystal's is going to be a little late as well. So like- I'll be intrigued to see what that is or what that vibe is. I can already tell you, I would have enjoyed Ella and or Kitty. So if someone else wants to finance theirs, I mean, here's the thing. I, I haven't watch watched Vivian's. So like, I, I will. I will at some point. So like, I'm, I'm not here for the show. Nothing. <laughs> but I think we also need to mention that the- Queens of the season voted for Miss Congeniality and Anubis won, which fun. Things must have happened backstage or like throughout filming and throughout airing that we didn't see with Anubis because Anubis was there for one day, but she won Miss Congeniality, which I think is very cute and very sweet. It's the first time a pork chop queen has won Miss Congeniality, which is kind of fitting that we get like two firsts with our winners. We have the youngest queen ever and then the first eliminated queen to be Congeniality. I think also this maybe like primes Anubis for maybe getting an all-stars pick by getting congeniality i think that'll be fun i don't think we've had first eliminated queens come back to drag race except for shangela from season two to three so i'd love to oh banji yeah banji as well so we've had a couple i think anubis will be a fun one i would be curious to see her that's it that is the wrap up of uk season three we're going to do our quick vibe checks and rapid fires vibe check aggie who are you vibe checking rupaul for picking crystal no but that, I could write an essay. I already did kind of. I was like, you kind of already gave kind of already penned that audio. essay. But I will say, I'm vibe checking Rue for walking into the workroom to tell us about the challenge and going, ho, ho, ho. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so like lackluster. She's like, ho, ho, ho. And I was like, Rue, if we're going to pretend it's Christmas when we are filming in July, can you at least commit to the bit? She was dressed in commit red and she was dressed in red and green and white. Your workroom is covered in ornaments. By the way, shout out to the producers for the set on Spilling the Tea with Rue and Michelle covered in Christmas. It was delightful. I was like, what a beautiful set. I want to be there talking shit with Rue and Michelle. Um, 
but yeah, it was just like, how, how, how. And I was like, Rue, do you even want to do this? No one's convinced. So yeah, that's my vibe check. My vibe check I've already mentioned, but it was Grab Norton just being an absolute ass. That's a, I don't like you, Grab Norton. Those are fighting words. But I will watch your show, Queen of the Universe, that you're hosting, which premieres December 2nd, which I think is the day that this episode comes out or the day after this episode comes out. I think so it's the day it comes out. Everyone listen or go Thursday, watch right? Queen of the Universe and slide in our DMs. Let us know what you think. I also just shout out to Alan Carr for comparing Kitty Scott Claus to a Labrador retriever. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you were a good girl. And I was like, I hate everything that's happening. I hate that. Quick three little rapid fires replace the lip sync song again this wasn't a bad song to me it just wasn't a song you for the top me. three who wants a ballad as the final lip that's what song. i'm saying like that's not what we want y'all has to be british it, yeah let's say it has to be british we gave what we thought it would have been last week when i think we said underneath the tree by kelly clarkson or all i want for christmas is you by mariah carey which we still have a missed opportunity I, miss here. Every, like the why they didn't you know who carry, has a christmas album leona lewis She's Why British. they didn't carry the Christmas theme this entire episode beats me, but they did it. It's lazy producing. Lazy producing. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. I mean, now that you remind me of that, like, we should have done a Christmas song. Should we do that one little mix song that sounds like it's Christmas, but it's not? Which one? Oh, shit. I don't remember. Hold on. James at Soul Cycle. I don't think you're listening, but if you are, you'll know exactly what song I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, it's something I should have done. From the smash hit musical, Diana. Pretty, pretty, pretty girl. Pretty girl. <laughs> There's one that sounds like Christmas. It's not Christmas. I don't know what album it's on. Fuck, I'm not going to be able to figure it out. I would say, similar to the Little Mix, or a Little Mix song, I would say Heartbreak Anthem. It was one of their Heartbreak newer, Anthem is such a vibe. It's one of their newer hits. And also, like, Little Mix is just a girl power group, and it would have been a good... I mean, there's only three little mixed girls now, so it fits. Heartbreak Anthem is a vibe. I love that song. I just want to, what happened, Kelly? I just want Underneath the Tree. Always. Someone do Underneath the Tree. Someone. Favorite moment of the season. Oh, a la the workroom chats. Yeah. Ooh, this is hard. Do you know yours off the top of your head? I'm sorry, I should have prepared better. Honestly, I think some of my favorite moments were just like Kitty freaking out over every single special guest judge. Yeah. I think favorite moment of the season were the floating heads. Those are just great. They're just like cutaways, talking head moments. I think all of them were good narrators of the season. They each were very funny and we got good clips, good snippets, but Kitty talking about the guest judges was next level. It mm-hmm. was great. I mean, it feels cliche to talk about Ella the Day, but I just like every time Ella the Day talks, I'm like, you're amazing. <laughs> Aggie loves um, one queen and one queen only. God, I can't even talk about how the fact that she didn't win. I can't. But no, I think her snatch game was just, That's it was, she was so funny. You. Nigella Lawson is hysterical and she just did her so well. But also Gemma Collins with Kitty was also hilarious. Like the snatch game snatch was game very, was very funny. Yeah. Like it was very, very funny, but Ella just... It was everything to me as Nigella Lawson. Microwave. In the microwave. And then just overall thoughts on this season. We just wrapped up UK season three. I love UK Drag Race. It's some of the best. I think I would go on record to be like, I prefer it. Oh. I think because, and we said this when we watched season one. Like you don't prefer us, Down Under? <laughs> there's just something so endearing about every queen they bring on. 
like good, bad, or ugly, I like all of them. I enjoy them all. And even though I'm not super like, hey, this is my favorite person who I really wanted to win. Was I upset? Am I really that mad that Crystal Versace won? No, I'm just pissed that my person who I wanted to win didn't win. You know what I mean? And I think that speaks to the season. Like you were so into it. Yeah. You were so I couldn't see another ending. Favorite. I couldn't see another ending other than Ella yeah. Day winning. Like I couldn't, I couldn't fathom a different ending. Yeah. And she, when she didn't win, I was like, well, I, I don't accept it. <laughs> I put it back. I don't accept it. But it's, yeah. it's not, it has nothing to do with Crystal. It has everything to do with me being so emotionally invested in Ella Day. And so I think they're just people you root for. Like you yep. want them to be successful. You want them to do And well. I felt that way about every queen in season one. I felt that way about every queen in season two. They're so memeable. Like, I don't know. There's just taste tea coffee I, ella bidet kitty scott claus bag of fucking chips like it just like the list goes on and on and on and on and on, Vivi- and on like and on. Vivian, like i agree i think uk drag race is some of the best drag race that we are currently getting and we are getting a lot of drag race a lot a lot i think currently up until this final episode we had three seasons of drag race airing at the same time with uk three canada two and Italy first season. So I, we have had a lot of drag race. I think UK stands out as some of the best. If it wasn't for All Star 6, this would have been my favorite season of drag race we got this year. But All Star 6, I was obsessed with. And I think that is my favorite season of drag race that we've gotten this year. But I loved it. Again, always a fan of UK drag race. There are some episodes in this season that were a bit of clunkers. Drag Lexa didn't need to see that challenge. It wasn't It It wasn't wasn't UK's Drag Race's fault. It was the producer's fault for making a bad challenge and or not explaining it well. I agree. I agree. There is a Drag Lexa could have been good. There is a great radio interview that the final three did. And the person asked like, so that Drag Lexa challenge, what was it? And Kitty goes, look, I didn't understand the prompt back then. And I don't think I understand it now. So say that as you will. Love this season of Drag Race, UK three. We will see you for UK season four. Um, in maybe the spring, I think. In the oh, who knows when that's coming. But also, maybe we'll see you for RuPaul's Drag Race season fourteen. Who knows? All yeah, Stars we have to figure is, out how we feel. All Are Stars we tired? Twenty-seven. Who knows, guys? But if you are watching Queen of the Universe starting this week, slide into our DMs because me and Aggie will be watching. Even though obviously. we don't get it, obviously. Oh, I get it. It's singing. It's right? a singing competition with drag queens. What is there to get? It is literally a competition made for me we'll see how it goes until next time y'all thanks for escaping reality with us Bye. thanks so much for tuning into this episode of escaping reality we are so grateful to have you all in our podcast fam if you liked this episode make sure you are subscribed and give us a rating and review on apple podcasts if you're listening on spotify give us a follow for new episode notifications we love interacting with you and want to hear your take on each episode as you watch. Slide into those DMs at Escaping Reality Pod on Instagram or tweet us your feels at, at ESC Reality Pod on Twitter. Go ahead and hit us up. We're excited to finally watch a show in real time with y'all and can't wait to go on this RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under journey with you. Make sure you follow us on social media to see how you can interact with us about the show and your favorite queens and looks. We have lots of fun episodes planned, so stay tuned for all your Survivor and RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under content. Thanks for listening, and thanks for escaping reality with us.